Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I am thrilled to have my better half with me again on the show today talking about marriage and today we are talking about parenting because we have four kids of our own and it's been a journey so we thought we would share some things that we have learned over the years so and you might hear a little thunderstorm in the background so welcome baby thanks and uh what i was gonna say is just if you don't know us personally, we do have four kids, 13, mm-hmm. 11, mm-hmm. and two nine-year-old boys. So oldest is a little girl and then three boys. Yes. There's some. Whoa. That's a that's good fun. thunder <laughs> storm. I won't be able to edit that out. <laughs> just let it, you know, now. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Okay. So what are we going to talk about with parenting today? Well... We're going to talk about identity and what does identity actually mean in our world. So I'm going to have Joshua describe what identity means and the definition, and then we'll talk about what it means to us personally. Perfect. So I looked up the uh, definition of identity, and the first definition is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. And then kind of a sub bullet to that is the characteristics determining who or what a person or thing is. Mm, That's good. Okay. So with identity, what we're talking about with within parenting, you have to understand our own journey with our own identity and really learning who we are as a person who is uniquely made. And one of the things of growing up in the church, I feel like I was given tools to um, really biblically understand who I am as a daughter of a king, as, um, you know, Psalm 139, that whole psalm of I am beautifully and wonderfully made. Um, And all those things are great. Uh, But until I really took it to a personal level, that Jesus would speak to me about my unique ways of how he made me was when I could start to stand in this new, unique person who I am, who Kristen Fields Chadwick is. Um, Would you add anything else with that? Well, yeah, I think it's, we have this kind of broad um, understanding that if, if you are a believer in Jesus that, you know, we do have identity in him. Um, But again, to what Kristen was saying is that we, I don't think we really grasped um, personally what that meant until um, really identity was spoken into us Mm -hmm. um, and from an outside source and, and just either from somebody, uh, specifically saying, Hey, this is what I'm, I'm hearing or 
actually hearing it. And, and maybe that's, you know, jumping out, like Kristen was mentioning, through scripture and something specific that he has for you in a specific season. Um, but it's it, it's a it's not just like this broad-based, yes, I know that I'm a, a son or daughter of, of Jesus, but it's very specific to who he has us to be. Right. So, and one of the ways that I teach um, a class on identity and what I like to describe it is how heaven knows it's you. Mm. You. It's like your thumbprint of there's a very specific way that God sees you. And one of the ways that we have stepped into that is creating identity statements. So it could be, I am blank, blank, blank. For me, it's, I am his peacock. And um, as you see on our holistic hearts tile, that peacock has been a huge defining and anchor for me in my whole journey of really stepping into who he has created me to be. So that's just an example of stepping into that personal identity. Like I am his peacock. And that has been a, like I said, a grounding point for me to cling to over and over again when the world's trying to tell me different and I should look like this and I should experiment with this and I should research this. But then coming back to, no, he's created me to be his peacock. Well, and I, f- I feel like we often put so much weight in what we do, whether that's through work or um, even talking about being parents today, like you can find your identity in those things. Mm-hmm. But the distinction I would say is that beyond what we do here on this earth, and that's kind of what you're talking about is like your thumbprint for how heaven sees you mm-hmm. is like, we're doing things here, but that is not ultimately our identity. Right. Um, and so digging deeper into who we actually are, mm-hmm. how he actually sees specifically us. Cause we can, again, growing up in the church and like the, the idea of, um, not just a building church, but the church as a whole, we are his bride mm-hmm. as a, as a whole. But in that, like he has a specific identity for each, each person. individual person yeah. and he's made us each individually unique and put on this earth for a specific reason for a specific time to do what he wants us to do. And I think it's that understanding who we are in his sight so that we can better understand why we're here, not right. just to do right. these things. And, and part of it is we're parents and that's part of what he wants us to be doing, mm-hmm. but it's not the, the whole, all that to say, talking about parenting, mm-hmm. what, what have we learned from, from that side of things? Okay. So I'm really passionate about our words mattering, what we say out loud. And this is, it's connected your identity and speaking identity into your kids and our own words about our kids. So for example, when my kids were younger, uh, I (laughs) remember being on a walk with somebody and I was talking about Riker and 
He was about three or four, and he was just a tank, like solid mass <laughs> and huge head and just loved to just knock stuff down and destroy things. And I was saying, yeah, Riker is like my destructive kid. And having this huge pang in my spirit of like, uh, be careful what you say. And I started noticing how often I would speak these like negative things over my kids and started reining in what I was saying out loud or even saying in my spirit about each one and recognizing that my words were mattering about, you know, if I called him the Hulk smash and he's living up to this expectation of his mom calling him, you know, Riker striker and um, come and destroy stuff, then that's where he's going to He's going to follow that lead. And so that was a big awakening to me of how I'm speaking about my kids, not only to other moms, but in my own head, in my heart, and to Joshua. Um, And not, I think just on all four of our kids, I had like, you know, you just focus on some of the negative stuff that they were doing. And then you kind of start complaining about it with other parents and lose sight of how God has created them for a specific purpose and who they are. So if you're a young mom, those little ears are listening and it does matter what you say and they will follow that lead. So that's where I want to start with identity in our kids is it matters how we see our kids. Yeah. And speaking ultimately that that truth over them. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, there's a, there's a psychology around that. There's a, a brain chemistry mm-hmm. side of that, of, you know, if, if I wake up, um, I think of, there's a YouTube of the little girl, um, yeah. speaking identity. <laughs> right. If, if you haven't looked, I don't know what it's called, but I'll put um, a link in the show notes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, if you wake up and, and tell yourself you can't do it. And I, I feel like this is a pretty big theme in, if you're mm-hmm. listening to any kind of self-help anything mm-hmm. right now, it's very much like that self-talk. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, what you're, you're saying uh, about whatever you're doing. Right. And a lot of times it's, it's to manifest whatever, but we're talking about it with kids. Right. And they, they don't have that. What Kristen, I think is saying is they don't have that communication yet. They don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And so it's our job as parents to start to, to speak that into them. And if we are speaking negatives, then that's what's going to end up sticking. Right. And that's what they're going to kind of believe about themselves, which it may not manifest until, you know, for 20 years down the road, but that's going to have an effect on them. And there's, there's no condemnation in that at all. It's just, Hey, let's, let's revert back to the positive. Let's let's speak life into our kids and speak specific identity into what God has called them to, because mm-hmm. I think, you know, we believe strongly that, you know, our kids are going to be world changers, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. we don't know, but like speaking that into them early and often gets them into that mindset of, Hey, yes, I believe this about myself. Yeah. Um, and I can do all things, you know, all of that. Right. Well, and, and going back to when, I would speak those things over Riker. It wasn't that he was doing it in a negative way. Like that's what's an important distinction is 
we just thought it was funny. Like he would go and destroy right. like a block tower and we'd be like, oh, Riker the Destroyer. Right. And yet that's powerful. Like that sticks in his spirit of, oh, you know, even though we think it's funny as a young parent, you know, looking back, there was not bad intention towards no, that. No, no, not at all. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's good. going back to how does a parent listen or figure out their kid's identity? How do people step into that? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's, it, it could be as small as just seeking out the positive things that they're doing. I mean, it's, it's the, you know, praising them for those, whatever's positive. Right. Mm -hmm. And just kind of start, I mean, even if just starting there of speaking that continual life, if you see them doing something like continuing to speak that truth into them and that life into them, you know, to take it a kind of the next step further, really listening for your kids mm -hmm. and, and knowing, I think, you know, as a little newborn coming into this world, very quickly, they start to have their own personalities. And mm -hmm. as parents, I think we're, you know, in a unique spot to really see their uniqueness of, of who God's created them to be and kind of calling that forth, if that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so I think of some, in some positive ways, uh, you know, speaking into our kids, like, Copeland has this spirit about her that she's, she's never met a stranger, um, mm -hmm. kind of an idea. So that's our oldest and she could literally start up a conversation with any, Anyone. any human being. <laughs> and, and so like seeing that in her very early oh, yeah. and like continuing to speak that into her, that she has that favor mm -hmm. of like, she can, she can talk to anybody and she has an incredible amount of favor over her. Yeah. We'll just be given things or, you know, just like random stuff. So just like seeing that. And I think we saw that very early on. Yeah. So you kind of see these like, um, little glimpses, glimpses. into mm -hmm. uh, like who they are at the core. Mm -hmm. And so just like speaking that into, into them. Yeah. With Riker, like we, uh, we, I got a word for him of, of him being, so instead of the destroyer, mm -hmm. right on the opposite side, he is the protector and yes. he is like the epitome of that. Like early on, he yeah. was a, the protect, like a protector and he absolutely loves little ones. He loves animals. He, I mean, he's just so such tender, so tender hearted mm -hmm. in all that. So that's like another, you know, just quick you see something in them and just continuing to pull that out yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just go down the gamut with the kids <laughs> real quick. So Emerson is, is our kind of humorous, like lighthearted mm -hmm. loves to make everybody smile. Mm -hmm. And um, so, I mean, those, it can be a, a good and bad thing um, mm -hmm. to a degree, <laughs> but just continue to speak um, the truth into him in that of like that he brings a, a joy and a, an artistic thought process to yes. everything that he does. Um, looks at the world a little different. And then yeah. Sawyer very early on, just our snuggle bug, our love, you know, he's just, he loves everybody yes. and has just such a tender heart for anybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. So those are just examples of seeing something in your kid and it doesn't have to be this, Oh, you know, like, word from the Lord, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. I mean, you, you definitely can get that, but 
I think just seeing those little personalities and certain things that you can just kind of pull out of um, what your kids already have in them. And again, you know, speaking biblically over them, the truth that we're not discounting scripture at all. Oh, this no, is not just an even more personal way to speak into your children's hearts. Yeah. And to grab that thumbprint of heaven that's in each of them. Yeah, absolutely. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but a lot of the times our our first picture of God the Father is us as parents, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the big things uh, for me, which I, at some point Kristen's been asking me to do kind of my little testimony of mm-hmm. uh, just uh, hearing the Lord so that will come at some other point in the near future. But I got this just simple um, piece of like showing the, the, the father's heart for our kids through us who, again, they see us as that kind of picture right now of who the father is. Right. Yeah. And, and not to discount like them can, they can totally interact and, um, imagine who who jesus is and who the father is at you know at their stage and childlike faith and and all of that but mm-hmm. just as a, a another way to just speak truth into them um one of the biggest pieces of that was like an epiphany for me in my testimony which again i'll i'll do at some point but is that really i'm his like I, we talk about it kind of jokingly like i'm his favorite right <laughs> like that idea no, i'm his favorite um <laughs> and so what a, what a big epiphany for me was coming home from kind of that that retreat and understanding that in a deeper way than i ever had was coming home and just speaking the truth that our kids are are mine like they, mm-hmm. so we had this little saying that i I would just kind of joke with them and be like, guess what? And they'd say what? And they'd be like, what? <laughs> like, you're mine. And then they'd, you know, laugh. like just laugh. And, <laughs> and and I mean, I think the twins were like two years old at I that know. point. And we do it till this to this day, you know, yeah. like going to bed. Like, I'll just, I'll be like, guess what? You're They're like, mine. I know, dad. I know. <laughs> um, but that, just another, like, again, it has nothing to do with what they do. Right. It has nothing to do with how they're behaving. Like nothing. Mm. They are ours. Like yeah. the Lord's entrusted them to us. They are ours. And same, you know, parallel to the God the Father. Like nothing you can do will separate you from his love. Right. Mm-hmm. And so just that realization of th- that's the truth. Like that's I am his i i am or your kids are yours speaking that over them has been very powerful for us and just the the identity that acceptance that yeah knowing that no matter what happens you know they're yours right and i asked copeland before we got on the show i said copeland what why do you think that uh, mommy and daddy speak identity in you and, and has it made a difference in your life? And even in her 13 year old self, she said, well, knowing who I am is really important so that I don't get swayed by other people's opinions of me. 
And I was like, whoa, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's good. And I hope that it translates well into her own journey of hearing for herself and having so many people around continuing like your Joshua, your siblings have done an excellent job of speaking into each of our kids' lives in a similar way of how the Lord sees them. And so I, I pray for our listeners that they would not only themselves take time to listen and ask the father how he sees each of our kids, but there would also be a community of people that would speak life into your kids. And overall, that's basically what we're talking about is do you speak life or do you speak death over your kids? I mean, you're either pouring into who they are created to be or you're not. And it's so important. And I think one of the biggest things that I learned, because in going back to part of the story and in the you are mine um, into our kids was, man, I I had the one of the some of the hardest times um, when we I mean, we were had four kids four and under and, you know, with the when the twins came and Riker was just having a hard time Mm -hmm. and it was really hard for me to connect Mm -hmm. in that. And so it was, it was, so I guess what I'm saying in that is again, no condemnation in any of that. Like the, there's just that turning towards like, and I think as parents, like we're always trying to figure out like, how, how do we do this, you know, a smidge better (laughs) or, (laughs) or, you know, what does that look like? And just, you know, in our experience, I mean, obviously we talked about, if you listen to our 15 years, like, I mean, 15 years went really fast and, and really slow in some ways, but really mm-hmm. fast. And we have a 13 year old and, you know, she's walking, going into eighth grade and, and we're just, it's just, a, I don't know, it, there's a, a turning that it was, it was very important in the timing of it, I guess is my point and all of that. Mm -hmm. And that wherever you're at right now, if you're listening and your kids are in their thirties, like just start speaking into them. Um, Like we have great friends that, you know, could just continue to speak mm -hmm. and know truth about where their kids are at. Right. And it's, it's beautiful um, because there's a there's a letting go that you have to do mm-hmm. as parents and they grow up, but never stop speaking into them right um, in that way. So wherever, whatever kind of a strange relationship, like there's always that turning that you can do no matter where you're at with it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Totally. I think, you know, we are constantly asking who am I, no matter what age we are at and and, and, and am I good enough, right? Am That's, I good enough? Yeah. Right. Will I make it? And Do I belong? Do I belong? Right. Yeah. And what better person than you as a mother or a father to speak into your kids, no matter what age? Well, again, I think we would encourage, you know, taking time to be intentional with listening and writing down those specific things that you see uh, in your kids mm-hmm. um, and then just continue to start, you know, praying that over them, speaking that over them at bedtime, just, yeah. you know, whatever it looks like, just speaking that truth continually into them. Mm-hmm. 
It's a good reminder too. I know. I mean, we're not, <laughs> we are not perfect I was totally at totally thinking the same thing. Like, I, need to, I, I need to continue to do that. Having oh, a moment good. of trying to remember all the great things that the Lord has created out of all four of my children. Yes. Uh, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, that's how we are going to leave it today. And, and next week we're going to talk about boundaries. So that'll be a good segue. Into... <laughs> there, there I think a, we a need, need the boundaries <laughs> more than anybody. So stay yes. tuned for that. But I do want to mention too, before we go that I will put a link down below for my coaching page. If you need help as a mom, just listening for identity and, even just walking a little bit deeper on this road of motherhood, please click the link and I'd love to just talk to you and set up a little 30 minute free phone call and see how we can come together and yeah, just do this intentionally and empowering each other. And um, man, there's no greater gift than being a parent. So it's pretty awesome. Unless you ask a grandparent. and then That's, that's true. <laughs> I'm not a grandparent, so I don't know yet. <laughs> but I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I can. Yes. I can, can wait. Very much so. But Goals. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Make sure you share and... Reach out to us if you have absolutely. questions. Yep. Have Bye. a good day. Bye. <laughs>